The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Zion Christian Academy, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Coach's Corner, Fast Stop Convenience Stores, Lee Company, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. I am Chris Yao joined by Mo Patton. Welcome back. Coach Mike on the controls. Glad to be back. You know, it's... It was uh, 50-50 on us walking in the door this morning. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I'm kind of glad you guys did. Cause, yeah, because uh, <laughs> we didn't let you know, and you just would have been here. And like, all right, Coach Mike, next. We just tell you to go, like, find a podcast and play it. Yeah. <laughs> go for it. I mean, I, yeah, it would have been, been something. But, yeah, it's a, it was a, a long weekend. And to be honest with you, the it, it really – Started pretty early on Friday. I mean, I was just I was ready to get out of here pretty early, and ended up sticking around here for quite a while. But it was uh, it was a good weekend. Did you guys have a good fourth. It was surprisingly quiet, although part of that is in that Jody continues to recover from knee replacement surgery, so. You know, no, not a whole lot of moving around. She didn't run any Fourth of July marathons or anything like that. Neither did I, but it had nothing to do with the knee replacement. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't like she was going to run one otherwise. But, but, you know, yeah. I, we sat at the pool on Sunday. Just literally, there were maybe seven or eight people at the pool all day. It wasn't – it was so weird. I'm like, at our old apartment – which, I mean, there were a lot of younger people there, but it would have been, you couldn't have gotten into the pool. <laughs> and Sunday, I mean, a lot of older people live where we live, so I guess they just didn't want to deal with the hassle. But there were like seven or eight people there. The first time we went out, we went back in, grilled some hot dogs and hamburgers, and made some home, home fries, which is, you know, chips cut, you know. And uh, our our best friend is from England, so I said, "Do you want fries or chips?" And she said, "Same thing." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "It's not." Yeah. <laughs> Got to remind her which side of the Atlantic she's on. <laughs> right. I'm like, no, it's not the same thing. But yeah, she gets in there every time. But yeah, so we we did that. Then we went back out there, and there was there were three people in the pool. 
And we have two different ones. We have one that's like three feet deep for kids, and then we have the bigger one. We just got in the, in the little one, just sat down, <laughs> literally sat in the kid pool, brought our speaker over there, our cooler. We were just chilling for a just while. Just posted up it, in the kiddie pool. And uh, nobody was going to stop us. It was great. So we did that for a while, too. But it was, it was, good. It was a good weekend. I, I hope everyone out there had a solid fourth. Uh, solid three-day weekend as we get ready for four more days of morning shows. Yeah. Well, some of us got more than three-day weekends. You so. did. You got a whole, like, yeah. week and a half. Beach, beachfront you know, you resort. Know, Mike, Mike, let me let, let, let me just stop you for a minute. <laughs> we don't care. What, no. Well, when I when I went on my first cruise, yeah, you're going down the, the gangway or whatever they call it, and there was a sign there that said, no gloating. <laughs> hey, when you get back, no gloating. Yeah, well, so, the, the, the amount of times I get to go on the trips like this, I'm going to gloat. I hear you. I hear you. No, I I mean, you you were down on the beach and wh- where did you guys go beach-wise? We were at Daytona Beach. We had a resort that had us on beachfront about 15 stories up and literally went down the elevator, walked out the back, back door and onto the beach. Uh, great little place, or no, it wasn't little, <laughs> stretch the imagination, but uh, also spent a couple of days with my girls at uh, Universal, and then on the way home, got to see my brother in Montgomery, and take in a, one of our top five places, or one of our top five mascots as we went to, uh, got to go see the Montgomery Biscuits play. Actually happened to play the Mississippi Braves. Uh, you got to see some decent Braves. I was going to say, uh, Braves Braves put it on them, but uh, it was an enjoyable game. Uh, the Braves beat the Rays. That's good news that- <laughs> for the future. <laughs> any time the Braves win at any, any level, any level <laughs> it's a good thing because it certainly ain't happening a whole lot at the top level. That's no doubt. Uh, so, as I mentioned, this is our last week of morning shows. <laughs> If you missed the announcement on Friday, we will be moving to the four to six spot following the George Plaster show beginning next Monday. So you're definitely going to want to uh, mark your calendar. Uh, if you turn, if you try to turn us on at nine o'clock on Monday morning, it will will not be here. Yeah, it will be a Chris, uh, but it will not be Chris Yao. It will be Chris Plant, from what I believe, from what I understand. So, yeah, you will not hear the familiar tones of Chris and Mo, but that's okay. You will hear, uh, starting at 2 o'clock on July 12th, the George Plaster Show, following Clay and Buck. And then, at 4 o'clock, it will be Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. We'll take you up to 6, and hopefully what that will do during... Uh, during ball season is it will take you right up to uh, the live broadcasts of right here on 1017 Summit Football and Basketball. So it'll be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. So um, hoping to be able to take phone calls starting soon. So that would be nice to have. Uh taking your phone calls, getting your reactions and requests. Until then, however, you can find us on Facebook. Um, we're obviously live on Facebook and on Twitter, so 
interact with us there for now. You'll still be able to interact with us there as well uh, in the future. <laughs> Michael Long, is he's not giving the hat thing up. He said his fourth was great other than his head got burnt because he don't have no fancy SMT in hat. <laughs> Hey man, there's a shop on the website. He he no. can, or or he can do what we did. <laughs> Go get one. Go have one made. <laughs> That's what we did. We'll, we'll we'll send you the um the the, the file. The file. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, it's uh it's going to be fun 4 to 6 starting next Monday. So uh make sure to mark your calendars for that. Mo, let's get into some sports cuz we got a couple of things to talk about. Had a uh, some all-state teams over the weekend announced, uh, starting with baseball, and which uh, the inaugural all-state teams uh, from PBR, which is <laughs> Prep Baseball Report, not the other PBR. Yeah, not not the PBR to which some not, of you may be not pro familiar. bull riders either. No, no, not them. Not them. <laughs> There's plenty of PBRs out there. No, by the way. Prep Baseball Report, Tennessee, um, and Tennessee Scouting Director and Columbia resident Colton Provey put together um, this inaugural All-State team. 25 kids per team. Pretty. So, I mean, it was pretty thorough. Did a first, second, and third team. Grant Burleson from Summertown and Kavaris Tears were named to the first team as two-way players. They had position players, they had pitchers, and they had both. So, I mean, that, and, and, you know, from their numbers, they're pretty deserving of sure. recognition as two-way players. The the um, There's an article up on the website at sm-tnsports.com. Um, Drake Blackwood, the Summertown catcher slash first baseman, was named to the second team, and Columbia Academy – Rising senior Bryant Baranek was named to the third team as a pitcher. So, um, congrats to those guys. Again, the, there are details on their seasons, and there is a link to the entire team on the website at sm-tnsports.com. So, check that out. And after baseball, this morning, about midnight, you posted uh, a little actually, after midnight because if it had I just been before, saw, I just saw seven hours ago on Twitter and I was like, what was he doing up? No choice. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm skeptical about scheduling posts. I hear you. Especially when on things that have embargoes on them. Cause I don't feel like getting in trouble. Right. Uh, and I, and I, I know people who have busted the embargo and it, typically doesn't go well. So um, a little after midnight last night, the Tennessee Sports Writers Association's All-State Track and Field teams were posted on our website. And among the honorees were Columbia Academy's Connor Henson and Collins Malone, Independence's Janie Halterman and Sarah Tang, Franklin County's Gracie Morse, and Franklin Grace Christian's Aubrey Lane, Lane, I'm sorry, Lane. So um, congratulations to those individuals. Of course, Connor Henson swept the 800, the 1600, and the 3200 meters at the Division Two 
Division 2A state track meet. Collins Malone finished second in the 300-meter hurdles at the state event. Um, Independence's Janie Halterman won the 1,600 meters, and Sarah Tang placed second in the shot put. Um, Gracie Morse from Franklin County um, earned all state honors in the 300 meter hurdles and in the pentathlon and Aubrey Lane. It, that was in um, the large class, division one large class for both Gracie Morse and for Halterman and, and Tang and Aubrey Lane won. I'm sorry, she didn't win, but she was named all state in the division two a pentathlon the high jump and the 800 so and again those teams are also up on the website at sm-tnsports.com um all state tennis teams will be going up at about the same time tonight slash tomorrow morning uh followed by baseball boys soccer and softball so you can look for those i forgot that it was tuesday and we are. We are indeed on 94.5 The Eagle, WZYX. So yeah. welcome to our friends in Franklin County. Yeah. Hope you guys are having a good day as well. Um, At this time, I think right before we take this break, let's go ahead before we do that and give you. Hang on. Uh huh. Before we do that, let's mention that the post-19 seniors um, – Split four games in their Independence Day Classic this weekend. Um, they won their opener over Mayfield on Thursday night. We talked about that a little bit on Friday. They um, dropped a pair of games on Friday against Tuscaloosa and Pen Pontotoc. And Pontotoc. And then they defeated Pulaski post 60, 8-4 in consolation play on Saturday. Uh Tupelo defeated Tuscaloosa 16-6 in the championship game on Saturday. So, good good weekend for Mississippi, Mississippi teams. Especially considering they were, they're coming to uh, – they're hosting their own tournament this weekend, and that'll be some good momentum going in for Tupelo. Yeah, yeah. and post-19 trying to get up some momentum as they go into the King City Classic this weekend. Three games in postseason play um, – post – Three games in pool play on Friday and Saturday, and then championship action on Sunday. So we will continue to keep an eye on the post-19 seniors. Yes, we will. All right. All right, now now we have the weekend rundown. This is The Rundown. This is your Tuesday Rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow, Live, Give. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, IFP member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, Registered Investment Advisor, IFP and Grow, Live, Give are not affiliated. In Major League Baseball action of area interest on Friday, the Milwaukee Brewers defeated the Pirates 7-2. It was the Reds 2, the Cubs 1. The Cardinals, with a six-run tenth, defeated the Rockies 9-3, and the Braves blanked the Marlins 1-0. On Saturday, it was Milwaukee 11, Pittsburgh 2, Reds 3, Cubs 2, Rockies 3, Cardinals 2, Marlins 3, Braves 2. <laughs> that was unusual. <laughs> On Sunday, it was the Pirates blanking the Brewers 2-0. The Reds edged the Cubs 
three to two. Of course. <laughs> uh, Braves get a 10 inning win uh, via an eight seven decision over the Marlins on Sunday. Thanks to Max Freed. We'll talk about that later. Monday, uh, Cardinals down the Giants five to three. Mets four. Brewers two. Phillies 13. Cubs three. And the Pirates 11. Braves one. In NBA playoff action on Friday, the Milwaukee Bucks closed out the Eastern Conference uh, Finals with a 118-107 win over the Hawks. Milwaukee wins that in four in six games. In MLS action on Saturday, Saturday, it was Nashville Soccer Club one, Philadelphia nil. Today's uh, schedule uh, for baseball on television we have. At 6 p.m., it's uh, Brewers at the Mets. That's on ESPN. At 6.05, first pitch, Valley Sports South. There are the Braves at the Pirates. You can also hear that on our sister station, 103.7. Uh, 5 o'clock, it appears. 4.50. Uh, 4.50. Mm-hmm. Uh, 4.50 pregame. Reds and Royals at 7.10. That's on ESPN+. Plus. And then the Yankees at the Mariners. That's at 9 p.m. on ESPN. So, doubleheader on ESPN tonight. And an NBA playoff action. The finals begin with uh, the Bucks at the Suns. That's an 8 p.m. Uh, start on ABC. I missed the NHL. And... They play tonight? I apologize. Uh, they do not play tonight, but we they played last. We completely missed. Yeah, the uh, Montreal finally got a win in the series. They took a three-two overtime win over Tampa Bay in Game uh, Four, so Tampa Bay leads three to one. So there you have it. That is your Tuesday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee sports today. When we come back, we're going to visit with our. Main man, Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald. He's going to come on and should be fun. Got a lot to talk about, so stick around. On the other side of the break, this is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. We'll be right back right after this. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. 
Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. I'm Chris Yao, joined by, as always, by Mo Patton and Coach Mike on the controls with us this morning. Once again, the final week of morning shows as we will start our exciting run into the afternoons. Your drive home will be graced by our wonderful voices. And all of the most consistent and timely high school sports news. So make sure to set your calendar next Monday. Um, it is time, as we do each and every Tuesday, to bring you our friends from the Williamson Herald. Joe Williams joins us now and really excited because uh, Joe is always... A hoot. That's the best way to put it. He is brought to you by the Williamson Herald, covering sports from Brentwood to Spring Hill, Fairview to Nolansville, killing the game. He and Charles do a great job. WilliamsonHerald.com to subscribe to their weekly print product. They are the only print and digital media outlet in Williamson County. Now, Joe, welcome in. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. I, I got to tell you, you guys, uh, you guys worried me earlier. I'm glad you were a little more uh, descriptive of what PBR meant because there for a minute, your, your PBR was giving me PTSD. I got to tell you. <laughs> oh, um, you know, in in this day of NIL and the like, you never know. I mean, who who knows? Um, oh, no kidding. Joe, Wait, that's like the NIL. You know, when I heard that, I thought, great, the Nashville League's coming back. Mike Morgan's going to be really happy. But yeah, it turned out that's not quite what uh, it was. Di- different NIL. Yeah, different yeah. NIL. Um, Joe, we'll get right to it. Because right as I was um, getting out of the car here at the station on the, um, the campus here of the Kennedy Broadcasting Company here on West 7th, I was um, checking my Facebook, and you had just posted. Gee, I didn't know there was a Raven High, Ravenwood High School in Murfreesboro. Pesky details for credibility. Um, apparently, there is an article on SI.com. Sports Illustrated ain't what it used to be. Um 
coveted yeah. in-state quarterback Chris Parson recaps Tennessee visit, time with Joey Halls, and more. Um, it was a busy month of June for 2023. Oh, it's been corrected, Joe. It's still not right, but it's been corrected. <laughs> Well, it's not been correct. It's been changed. Yeah, yeah there we go. <laughs> it, it's been addressed, yes. <laughs> Whether incorrectly or not. Okay, it currently reads, Joe, it was a busy month of June for 2023 Nashville, Tennessee, Ravenwood High School quarterback Chris Parson. The touted uh, tout signal caller visited multiple schools across the country, and he camped with many schools resulting in new offers. He ended the bevy of trips at Tennessee after earning an offer from the Vols at a Tennessee state camp earlier in the month. Now, originally, this article read it was a busy month of June for 2023 Murfreesboro, Tennessee, Ravenwood High School quarterback Chris Parson. Um, Ravenwood's mailing address is Brentwood, which is neither Nashville nor Murfreesboro. Like I said, SI ain't what it used to be. But um, – Where's Frank DeFord when you need him? Yeah, uh, or or Gary Smith, or or yep. any any number of yeah. Get off my lawn. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> I don't know. Can, can you be? That doesn't seem like something that would be old and curmudgeon. I mean, just asking for things to be correct. Right. <laughs> that that feels like you know the basics, but yeah. Well, well but here's the thing though: when you point it out to some folks, they look at you and go, "Hey, whatever." And the ones that give you that are typically younger than Joe and I anyway. So Gotcha. Look, let's face it. The only thing Sports Illustrated's got going for it right now is their Hugh Hefner edition. <laughs> well, and their name. Yeah. Yeah. Just, but, but anyway. you know, um, Joe, you and I, being the crusty curmudgeons that we are, we are kind of um, fascinated by the the Chris Parson dynamic at Ravenwood with first year coach Will Hester and how that's all going to shake out. Um, as you and I were talking on the phone prior to the show, this will be Parson's um, third school in three years after playing his last two years at two different high schools in Texas. And I'm, I'm just kind of fascinated by this whole situation. I mean, you, you see a lot of this go on at the high school levels these days. A lot of kids are moving around for what on its face doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. But, I mean, clearly it does to them, I guess, because they're doing it. But, you know, you don't yeah. typically see that around here necessarily. Yeah, and you know that's to me it's a double edged sword. On the one hand, I've, I have I have always loved covering high school sports because I've always called it the last bastion of purity. <laughs> you play, you know, you played for your school. You know, that's there. There was there was there was a, uh, a quiet, intrinsic, deep seated reason um, that you played, even even if you were even if your team was bad, and trust me, I played on some bad teams. <laughs> okay, but that that was the reason was you played for your school, for your for your fellow students, etc. Um, but even now, it's getting crazy. I mean, and, and to be honest, I've never met 
young Mr. Parsons, and, and I have the feeling he's probably a great young man. And I understand, hey, they moved from Texas. They, he originally grew up at Antioch. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, he, he his, his youthful days were in Antioch, and apparently his parents' jobs, you know, forced the move to Texas. I mean, here's a kid who's a freshman. His, his first start comes in front of 68,000 people at the Texas Class 6A state championship game. Uh, when he was playing at Duncanville, and they lost 31-17. Um, but as soon as that game's over, he transfers 18 miles and drops from 6A to 5A at Red Oak. And a couple of notes on Duncanville. Yeah, I mean, this is a school that's got 4,400 kids. And counts a, and, and counts Tamika Catchings among its alumni, by the way. Exactly. It's described as the second largest high school campus in America. It's larger, get ready for this, it's larger than four Walmart supercenters. <laughs> well, when you say he played in front of 68,000 in the 6A championship, I'm not yeah. sure Nissan Stadium holds 68,000. It does not. No. So, no, this is, yeah, I mean, so, so yeah, there you go. I mean, every, everything's bigger in Texas, so yeah. yeah, you know. But he transfers there, and then, and then, of course, apparently, uh, jobs again, issue, uh, promotions, etc. Parents move, and and now they're at Ravenwood. It's going to be a bit of a difference, though. If you think about it, he he's in two years, he's going to go from forty five hundred to sixteen hundred, and still be on the six A level. Wow, that's. There's some perspective there. That's why we bring you on the show. Um, <laughs> Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald visiting with us this morning. And um, I'm, I'm intrigued, Joe. You know, when you've got a guy who's been at three high schools in three years, and, and you talked about, you know, kids that play for the love of the school, for the love of their teammates, that kind of thing. And maybe it's through no fault of, of – his own, but how does that, how do you create that in, in such a short period of time? Or well, do you? Well, yeah, a couple of things. That's like he's coming in as a junior, but he, he already knows several kids. Apparently he and Miles Pollard uh, played youth football together over in Nolensville and in Antioch and such. So, I mean, he, he knows some of the kids here. So this is more of a homecoming in, in all honesty, I think. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I think there's some positives there. I think he, I think he, he can. Yeah, I, I think he fits. I think he'll be a raptor. I think he's a, he he became a raptor quick. I don't think there's any question about that. But uh, you know, hopefully, the, the bad part is, you know, if you're just looking at it from a from a forty thousand foot level, mm -hmm. you go, okay, you know, where does he go next year? Right. Yeah. You know, hopefully, that's not the case. But yeah, and it's, it just. The funny part is I'm anxious to see from the from the video I've seen, I'm anxious to see this kid play. The really interesting part is the folks that I've talked to uh, say that he is an awful lot like Destin Way. That dual threat, can throw the ball, can run the ball, good vision. I mean, the... the that's, that's not a bad thing. No, I mean, the athlete... <laughs> yeah, if, if this kid lives up to, to the... To the descriptions that I'm, I'm not going to even call it hype, just the descriptions that I'm hearing. Uh, he's going to be tough. And, and when you look at the quarterbacks that Will Hester had success with in his first 
go-round at Ravenwood, particularly Cole Brown, that's a very similar type skill set, sounds like. Yeah, but I think what I think what should scare everybody else in this region right now is that Hester had the ability to take kids who maybe didn't have uh, the immediate physical athletic talent of some great athletes, if you will, mm-hmm. but was able to teach them, mold them, and they became great. Mm-hmm. I think he's got a kid now who has those athletic traits and abilities Mm -hmm. and if he can if he can teach and mold parsons like he did you know the cole browns and uh, some of the others i mean watch out boys and girls Uh, yep you know it's very similar to you know the knock on the wing t it's not for athletes no um there's a certain school over in murfreesboro that's showing you that when you run Uh when you run that offense with athletes yeah, it, it it schools out, and and so it may be a very similar situation here, as you're saying, Joe. So, um, and that school is in Murfreesboro. That school is actually in Murfreesboro. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, you're I right. No, I couldn't help it. Yeah, uh, uh, doing a job at Westlake. <laughs> clearly, I qualify. Yeah. Um, Joe Williams uh, of the Williamson Herald with us this morning, Joe. Um. What what else is happening in Wilco here during the final week of the dead period before all hell breaks loose? Well, I think uh, I think we're all appreciating dead period uh, with nothing going on. It's, nothing. Uh, that's why it's called the dead period, Mo. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> well, that's about where my brain is. So this is my favorite, <laughs> favorite time of the year. I got to tell you. Uh, well, uh, I, uh, let let me re- let me rephrase that then. <laughs> What are you anticipating here over the next little bit as you enjoy the dead period? I think the biggest thing I'm anticipating for the rest of the dead period is is a great honor that, that I've, I'll be honest, I consider a great, great honor uh, because I guess it's Thursday night. I have several friends that, that I'm going to be honored to emcee their induction into the Tennessee Sports Writers Hall of Fame. Um, I am so looking forward to that and just hoping I don't screw it up. I hope you do because I'm going to make fun of it. I'm going to be like, ah, you messed up. And I'm yeah, going to yell it too from the back. I'm trying so, to remember who. You know don't how, we know Chris, don't we know somebody in this group? I do. And let me tell you, 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 know, how, you know how folks be at graduation? <laughs> That's how I'm going to be. <laughs> I'm going to stand up on my chair, hooping and hollering. Just, just don't fall over any railings. <laughs> oh man mr Patton, i am i am just so honored to be a part of that and your special night i really am well i i should have known this was going to come up and this is probably why we should have had charles on this morning instead but um you know um uh in all seriousness i'm glad it's you man so just for what that's worth I don't know. With a couple of the stories that I've got planned, I'm not sure you're going to feel that way Friday morning. That's all right. I'll take my chances. <laughs> the, uh, hey, here's the thing. I know they'll all be accurate as opposed to Murfreesboro Ravenwood. <laughs> True. So. Oh, but, no, I, I think I think we're all just sitting back and getting ready. I mean, it's hard to believe, guys. It's 4th of July. 
you know, we end the 4th of July, and all of a sudden it's football time. Yep. In Tennessee. I mean, <laughs> yep. I, you know, I keep – I it took me probably 30 years until I finally got over that early August itch for two a day. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, it was bad for a while. And and now I'm thinking, you know, one of the ways I got over it is real, realizing that two days is going to be coming in July instead of August. Yeah, that would help you get over it. Yeah, real fast. Yeah. And the, season, the season starting the third weekend in August instead of Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Probably I mean, help you, you know, get over it as well. You know, you used to, you, you know, you get out of school the end of June, the end, end of May. You had June to kind of do whatever you wanted to. You had July and the first week or so of August to get really ready. And then you got into two-a-days and you played your first game, you know, the first week of September, life is good. Completely I mean, different now. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you're working but, out doing seven-on-sevens the entire month of June. Exactly. And you get two weeks instead of two months. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's the, the, the difference these days, the commitment these kids and these families are making to be a part of any program. It's easy to say, well, to be a part of a great program. No, it's any program. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just – but it also goes back – I still lament the fact that, you know, there just aren't that many two-sport athletes anymore. That's why, and, you know, that's why they're uh, recognized every year. Those who play multiple sports and no. we're, we're, we're yeah. those are the folks that we are that we love. We love knowing that, that you know, like in Summertown, we get that so much. I mean, everybody down there plays everything because you have to. Not necessarily yeah. the case in some of these bigger schools. So it's it, you know it's tough. Well, and don't don't get me started on that because we don't have <laughs> enough time. But you know that's the 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 growth of schools is something that that I think is, has hurt uh, the fabric out oh, here we go, the fabric of our society. And what I mean by that simply is, you know, athletics and extracurriculars are so much a part of, of the community of the school. But when you had, um, and I'll use Nashville as an example, because this is one I know, Swillian, when McGavick opened up, they closed four high schools to open McGavick. So now, instead of having 60 kids, playing boys basketball you had 15 what happened to the other 45 yeah that's a that's a very interesting and very telling question and and i think we're kind of reaping all of that as you mm -hmm. look at metro, metro nashville athletics right now and and i'll say this the one thing i think that that williamson county has done a decent job of is kind of mitigating that in many ways. Uh, they can't fix it because it's just uh, it's just the issue of what happens when you consolidate and, and make these huge schools. And, you know, you've got Murray County down there. Murray, you know, at least you still have the community schools. you got the summertime, the Santa Fe, you know, where, where exactly what Chris is talking about. You played three sports because you had to play three sports. That's right. Or, or you played three sports because they're playing. Yeah. 
And again, we come back to that that purity of it. Mm-hmm. You played because you love to play. Yeah. You weren't worried about playing and having a great game so that the four people in the grandstands who might give you money to go to college were there. It's it's different. Yes, it is. Get Joe, off my lawn, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> get get yeah. get off our get off our lawn and our our uh, phone line because we've got to take a break. We appreciate you though. And we will see you later this week. All right, boys. Looking forward to Thursday night. All right. Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald. I'm happy to have you, man. We appreciate it. Hope you guys have a, a, a great week, and we will see you Thursday. Take care. All right. That's Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald. We are right up against the break, so let's take it. What do you say, Mo? When we come back, we're going to talk a little college football because, uh, as Joe said, you come back from Fourth of July weekend, and it's football season. So let's talk a little college football and what is going to be expected uh, early in the season. What games are we most looking forward to? It's a little early, but several great games, including some uh, trash talk already. So we'll tell you who's talking trash and to whom they're talking <laughs> when we come back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Barn and Joint. Stick around. <laughs> 